This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Construction and Power Women Investing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your further listening pleasure... Direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is... Hello, everybody. The Fred and Jeff Show. And good morning, everybody. This is the Fred Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we're celebrating the people, places, the events, history, and culture, and equipment in Tucson and Southern Arizona. So gosh darn wonderful. That is exactly right, Fred. And we invite people to visit us at friendjeff.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. So true, as well as podcast addict. Podcast, podcast what? Addict. Addict. Podcast addict. It will. Fred, you'll never. It is the greatest app. If you like podcasts, podcast addict, I'm addicted to it. Because it is, it makes <laughs> podcast it. Podcast addict. Yeah, I said podcast addict. It is the yeah, easiest. The third, third try you said that. But I've said that the whole time. It is the easiest place to find the podcast you're looking for. For instance, I'm a These big are not fan. the podcast you're looking for. Oh, it, if you look for the Fred Jeff Show and you go to Podcast Addict, you just put in Fred Jeff Show in the search, and boom, it pops up. No, I'm just saying these are not the podcasts you're looking for. Sure, I like to listen to our shows. These are not the, these are not the podcasts you're looking for. <laughs> what is this, some Jedi mind trick or something? <laughs> these are the podcasts I'm looking for. Jedi mind trick doesn't work on me. <laughs> what do you think, you're some kind of Jedi? So, uh, it's pretty awesome. And, and, uh, and folks... This first segment, as of course you know, is our big fat community calendar. And being that it's spring in Tucson, Arizona. Actually, being that it's Easter in Tucson, Arizona. Today is Easter, but we're in the spring season. Spring was like, you know what, what did you do on spring, the actual first day of spring? Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed, Fred, that you would even ask me that. Why? Because that was Tiana and my 17th anniversary. Yeah. So, so what did you do when, on the first day of spring? Hung out with Tiana and the kids for our anniversary. We had a great time. Dude, you should have planted something. It's the first day of spring. Well, we planted love. We, we had a lot of fun. But, I mean, dude, we, just, we did all kinds of crazy stuff as a family. We really did have a good time. By the way, do you know my lovely wife? I have to give her uh, a shout-out right now. Yeah. You know, the Inside Tucson Business has their Women of Influence Awards every year. Well, my lovely wife, Tiana, won Woman of Achievement. Uh, they have like different awards, like Women in Education, Women in Public Service, Pioneer Women. And then one of the, one of the top of awards of all the night, even though they're all important, but the, one of the, the most important ones was Women of Achievement. And Tiana won the Woman of Achievement Award. We're so proud of her. I mean, just we knew that she's a great woman. But the fact that she won that award, uh, you know, it's nice to get recognized. It so was nice to get recognized. It was awesome. It was awesome that she won that. And one of my merchants on Fourth Avenue was also recognized. Oh yeah, the lady Liz- from the Silver Seashell, Lizzie Mead. Lizzie, Lizzie Mead, Mead from who the owned, who owned Silver Sea Shells. No jewelry store. Silver Sea Jewelry. It's there's there's no shells in there. There are shells in the store. Ah, okay, gotcha. But it's Silver Sea. And she's the one that put together the uh, mermaid. The mermaid, uh, mermaid event. Mermaids on 4th. Mermaid Parade. Yeah, Mermaids on 4th Avenue. That's awesome. Yeah. 
So she got a little uh, little award. Was she like the uh, entrepreneur woman of the year? I don't remember what her. I think she was the title, entrepreneur woman of the, the year. Title. But it's funny because she's uh, not only is she uh, an amazing woman, but she's got a booth at this year's Spring Street Fair on Fourth Avenue. Which What's is that coming up this weekend? What is that? The street fair? Yes. Oh, it's just a place where about 300,000 300, people, two stories. <laughs> Come on! Meet and greet. 300,000 people? They enjoy, over a three-day period, they enjoy... Fred. They enjoy... Fred. Artisans... Fred. From around Fred. the world. Fred, how... Over 400 or artisans come oh, to Tucson. Stop it. How many... Yeah, there are 400 artisans. Okay. Over 400. Now, I understand that you understand... I understand that you know for a fact there's 400 artisans there because the artisans pay you for booth space. Yeah. But how do you know that there's 300,000 people? Because it's a free event. Yeah. And you don't have like a big fence around the joint. Right. You're just, you... Everybody in the community is invited. Everybody can come. So, how many people are in the Old Pueblo? Um, cool mill. So, what you're telling me is you think that 30% of the people that live in Tucson yeah. will be at... The, wait, 30% of the people in Pima County yeah. are going to be at the street fair. Yeah. All right, everybody... Well, not, only, not only that, Everybody but, that believes that, but stand on your head. There are visitors that come... <laughs> From around the world. Yes. To be at Street Fair. Yes. Not only just to hang out in Tucson, but to be at the Street Fair. Right. They, they plan their trips. I just got a call from a, a woman from New York. New York. Who wanted to make sure that she was getting the right weekend to be here for Street Fair. Really? Yeah. Long distance from New York. That Well, I, I got to say, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so people cr come from all over the place to enjoy... Over 400 artisans, uh, crafts, arts and crafts, food of all types. The, what I like to say is the very popular monkey on a stick is available. What? You know, anything, what else is going on down on 4th Avenue? Anything, the, anything freebie, is, the freebie, the freebie non-sponsor of the Fred and Jeff show. Anything on a stick is monkey on a stick. Oh, God. Some protein. So, you, so basically what you're telling me is come down to the street fair, check yeah. out some guy selling you a pot or... Sandals. Sandals. Or tie-dye shirts. Or the guy with a little flute and doing, you, you, making okay. his little flute music. This is, this is a little... I always love it when people are standing there going, wow, dude, you're awesome. Do you have any CDs? <laughs> but really, I'll kidding, I give you a hard time. No, this is... This the is, people on 4th Avenue are pretty awesome. Okay, this is something that some... To older, put up with you. <laughs> older generation Tucsonans would know, know about this. Okay, guy. let me hear it. Robert Shields. Robert Shields. Does the name ring a bell? Uh, from the Clifton County Shields? No. Oh, no, I don't know. From Shields and Yarnell. Oh, here we go Getting again. Better? Getting better? You, we posted a video of this guy last year on the street fair. He's like like some 70s rock and roll icon guy or something. He's not a rock and roll icon. He's a mime. Uh, that's it. That's why Shields, I can't remember. Shields, that's, I I'm not a mime guy, Fred. Sorry. He is, he, so if what you're is, telling me, Fred... He's one of our 400 artisans. So what are you telling me, Fred? If and, you're, he's, and he's not performing mime. He's got... He's handcrafted. He's a painter. Okay, he's handcrafted himself? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's handcrafted himself. So if what you're telling me is that the, the gold star, the cornerstone if you will, of the 4th Avenue Street, Spring Street Fair, is an iconic mime? No. I'm out. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm not, 
I'm, I'm not saying, coming down to, for that. I'm just saying you got to give me something better than that. I'm saying somebody. Who Are there bands that talented? Yes, is chosen to be at the street fair. Talented in mimery. Oh, you know who's going to be there? Talented in okay. mimery. Fred, look. Sorry, folks. This is radio, but I'm miming. <laughs> is that a t- that's Jeff in a box? That's Jeff in a box. All right. So hey, um, come on, Leah. Help. Oh no, you can't talk. All right, so you really, you know what else is going to be a free fair? Uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. hold on. Friday. I don't know who else. This Only thirty percent of our community you're claiming are going right. to be at the street Over fair. Over three days, yeah. Oh, oh so it's a hundred thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand. Right. So is it? So let me ask you a question, Fred, about this so-called street fair. Is there a Ferris wheel? Actually, there sometimes is. <laughs> Will there be a Ferris wheel this year? I don't know. Aren't you well, the executive director well, we, we, of the street fair? We don't. We didn't bring in a, a Ferris wheel, but some of there's a couple of private property lots that set up yeah. booths and arts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And one of, one of them usually has a Ferris wheel, but I don't, we don't work with them directly. So. so you're so you don't want to promote someone that's kind of wildcatting off your street fair. No, I don't want to promote something I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say we have a, a Ferris wheel. We will have a rock wall. Oh. Goodness, is that the YMCA's rock wall? No, it'll, it's over on uh, Sep, or let's see, where's that rock wall? Fourth Avenue or Fourth Street and Fourth Avenue. The one building that's shut down, you guys turned it into a rock wall. No, there's a, a real like a professional walk wall, <laughs> rock wall. Really? Yeah. Is it right? Wait, Rocks and Ropes is downtown. No, no, no. This is a rock wall. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and we're gonna have food vendors. We're gonna have all sorts of really cool. Oh, stuff. and you're yeah, gonna have you know, four. Uh, wait, out of the four hundred vendors, how many are food vendors? Thirty uh, ish. That's not a lot of food vendors, is it? Uh, they have for three hundred thousand people. Oh, but we also have. By the way, can I get an audit on that number? We also have, you know, a significant, a large number of restaurants along the. Avenue. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Hey, by the way, today. Collectibles, Lindy's, Fourth Avenue Deli, Bison Witches, Jonathan's Cork, uh, Caruso's, Athens on Fourth, Athens on Fourth, Fleming's, uh, Chocolate Iguana, Martins. I mean, there's tons of food on Fourth Avenue. El Charo, Beeline. Oh yeah, there's a lot of. Food. El Charo is not on Fourth. <laughs> Dude, you... every single restaurant I mentioned isn't on Fourth. I started with Jonathan's and I went to Fleming's. Come on, pay attention as I give you a hard time. I don't like listening to you. You're, when you go to your next Fourth Avenue Merchants Association Board of Directors meeting, yeah. they're gonna say, "Fred, we we think you should not talk about Fourth Avenue on your show anymore." Actually. <laughs> They love the promotion. <laughs> they love it because it's free. Now, also on Fourth Avenue. Oh no! There's is, more. Yeah, the Greater American. How much time do we have left in this segment? Not very long. I hope not. Like a minute. So the and, the, and walking into the Ronstadt Insurance Studios is our father, Jim Ronstadt. Who, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure it's something that can wait, but here he is. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. What do you got going? Just checking up to make sure you're being nice to one another. No, that's not we didn't, we, we didn't. We didn't talk about drinking, nor have we called each other fat. Good. So we're being very good today. That's great. Thank you. Anything else you need? Good luck. You just decided to pop in and say hello. Actually, you, why, why don't you help us with our, with our commercial break, because we need to take a break now. We do? Yeah, so Dad, go ahead and... and wait, wait, folks, get out there. There's so much stuff going on. Get out there and make it a great community. Get out there and meet people. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. And Dad, send us into the break. Have a great one. Enjoy the sun. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. It's Easter. Whether you're, whether you're barbecuing or whatever, getting with family, happy Easter.
All right, folks, we'll see you in two minutes. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right. This bit of the Fred and Jeff show is brought to you by Unicom Graphics, Steel Door, and Sleeping Frog Farms. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff show. This is Fred and Jeff show. This is Fred Ross. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we are celebrating the people, the places, events, history, and culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That is exactly right, Fred. And we invite people to visit us at fredandjeff.com, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this Tome of Wisdom and Entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. And, come on, podcast addict. Podcast addict. I don't know, why do I have such a hard time saying addict? (laughs) Podcast addict. It's a great, it's one of the best new apps for podcasts. Dude, it's easy to find shows on there. If if any of you out there are listening to Serial from This American Life, phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. So you can also, we are very pleased that our little our little tome of wisdom and entertainment here for the Southern Arizona is in the same app as Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and iTunes. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you can't even say addict. Podcast Addict. Oh, because I'm... I'm putting the uh, emphasis on the wrong syllable. That's probably what it is. Yeah, podcast addict. Podcast addict. Yeah, okay, I got it. I got oh, it, Fred. God. I got it, I got it. So we, we are sitting here in the, uh, I don't know, the lovely East Side Studios. Yeah, the Ronstadt Insurance office. My yeah. office, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, wishing people a very blessed and happy Easter. That's right, happy Easter. I hope the bunny brought... Lots of jelly beans and peeps for you. No peeps. No peeps? No. God. I, it's like torture even thinking about a peep. Why? Because you've had too many peeps? No, because of what the, our, our dad, our father, who will buy peeps and then put them God knows where and then eats them a year later when they're rock hard. Dad does that? Yes. I've never known dad to do that. All I know is that dad... What, what house did you grow up in? In our house. Well, clearly I wasn't paying attention to the peeps because that's not my favorite candy. I was always fighting dad for the black jelly beans. Yeah, and then and then he and Margie, our Aunt Margie, fight about who's got the oldest peeps. What? Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. That is not... That, Fred... That's true, true that's, story. That's bad Ronstadt information. No, right that is there. a true story. I am, you know, I admit to my apocrypha story, my Ronstadt apocrypha... Apocrypha. <laughs> the apocalypse. The apocrypha. What is an apocrypha? No, the apocryphal Ronstadt stories. Yes. It means they may not be true. Well, I know what it means. I just didn't know what an apocrypha was. Well, I was trying to shorten the word. Yeah, just like I was working on addict. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So when is today the big show? Today the big show is Easter. Yes. 
I don't know. Beyond that? It, it, well, is our clues. very good friend, my neighbor. Yeah. I know her kid, David. And, and Dad knows her husband, Dan. Is our friend, Tina Lyons. Hi, Tina. Hi. I'm glad to be here. Well, thanks for coming today. Yes, this is fun. Yeah. we So we've got uh, typically... Before typically, the show, well, typically before the show starts, we ask people to to write their name down and their and their uh, you know kind of their um, title. You know, when we have people like, for instance, we've had Joaquin Ruiz, the dean of the College of Science, on the show. He's got like seventeen titles behind his name. So we're like, so it's Doctor Joaquin Ruiz, blah 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 blah, blah and that takes too long. So, but we can't just refer to you as Tina Lyons, my neighbor. So, how should we introduce you to our listening audience? Well, today you said you wanted to talk about Las Donas. Yes. I am one of them. Now, are you a board member? You're a brand new member? I am a brand new member as of last year. All right. So, tell us about this Las Donas. Okay. Actually, before we do that, we want to apologize in advance because if you get thrown off after this show... Um, yeah, the Donas may say, hmm, mm, mm, mm. hanging out with those Ronstads, not good. <laughs> so tell us about the organization. Well, they're all about the culture and history of Tucson, so that fits in with your program. Perfectly, yeah. yes. And uh, they were founded by Los Descendientes del Presidio de San Agustin de Tucson. 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 Tucson or Tucson. Yeah. As I often like to so, so the, the true test of Adonia is if she can actually say that All whole, of that. And you All did. Very well. Did you have to go to class for that one? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Since I don't speak Spanish very well. Well, your pronunciation was outstanding. Well, thank you. Thank you. So now the, org- the operation, the organization. Well, these are just a group of senior ladies. Okay. And every year they uh, select a new one and their qualifications. Besides being a senior lady and being over 50, okay, you have to have contributed substantially to the community and be considered a treasure to the community for all your hard work other than your job. Nice! And um, so it's an honor. That's very cool. Yeah. So everyone in this organization, all the lovely ladies, have all been very philanthropic yes. in their, I guess, during their tenure of being Tucsonans. Well, Do you have to be a native of Tucson to be in the organization? No, you don't have to be a native. Um, but um, there's some wonderful ladies like Seal Peterson and Estelle Hockamy. And the very first Donia was um, uh, Irene Romo. And uh, each year they have a new one. And... So how was she? How was she the very first one? The very appointed? first one was selected by Los Descendientes. And who's Los Descendientes? You want me to say that whole long name again? No, but we we get it. The descendants. Oh, they're a nonprofit group, okay. and their their mission is the the history and preservation of the history and culture and language and architecture of Tucson. And they decided that they wanted to honor a lady every year and call uh, it's call her Las Donia. And uh, ever since, there has been one every year. So now they're, they're independent from those descendant days, and they select their own donia. So we, have, we are going to have a new selection of one, since this is the Easter weekend. You know, they're one week from today. On the 3rd, we're having a merienda. We're going to select a new donia. Now, when you say a merienda... 
the annual merienda. What is a merienda? It is an afternoon event, and uh, it, for us it's a fundraiser, $50, and anybody can come, and we would love to have them. It's going to be at the Presidio, San Augustine, the reconstructed Presidio. It's beautiful. It is. It's really nice. Now, are there going to be reenactments? Are they having the whole blown? Yes, they're going to have the the soldiers there, and they're going to have ladies making tortillas the old-fashioned way, the original way. And uh, Homer Thiel Thiel is going to be our historian and tell the stories of what it was like to live in that presidio. Very fun. Yeah. And this is all happening next weekend. Next Sunday. Next Sunday, and it starts at... Two o'clock. Two till five, and the Presidio St. Augustine del Tucson is at 133 West Washington Street, which is downtown between North Court and North Church Avenue. There'll be lots of good food yeah. and music and... It's and parking. And, and there'll there's be a, a valet there. Valet park. parking, yes. Well, there's, so, I mean, but there's a garage right next door. Yes. So, question for you. Yes. What's the dress code? Oh, you can wear anything, but the ladies are going to dress up and look like donas. With they love to dress up. They love to wear their lace mantillas, and so it's fun. That's very cool. Yeah. So the fellas can wear wayabetas. Oh, definitely. Yes. Oh, very, very, very fun. You know, I, I'll give you a little piece of Fred and Jeff show history. This, uh, this, you know, when we we started our show on a day that I'll never forget. Because it was the day that Seal Peterson passed away. So, folks, if, if you go back to, if you go to the website, friendjeff.com or iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Today, if you go to any of those places, you go all the way back to our original show. We have our cousin Michael on, and he sings some songs, and we lament the loss of Seal, who was an amazing lady, wonderful asset, treasure, if you will, of Tucson. So, it's great that you all are spending lots and lots of time saying thank you to the ladies that are so important in making Tucson a great place to live. That's exactly what we do. That's awesome. And the money that you guys raise... It, well, every year it's different, but this year yeah, it is going to go to the Presidio, and last year it went to the Mission Gardens. Oh, very nice. Yes. So do, will the money always go to... Some sort of archaeological or architectural... Or historical. We just got honored by the Transportation Museum of Southern Arizona for giving money to them at when they were celebrating last week. Oh, that's their, great. The arrival of the railroad. So you keep helping out. Yes, we do. All right, I love it. Yes. All right, well, I think we have to take a quick break. Um, do we really? Well, I don't know. We're almost at the bottom of the hour, don't we? Uh, yeah, I suppose we can. <laughs> All right, folks, we got lots more to come here on the Fred Jeff Show, so stick around. We'll be right back. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Contracting, Ronstadt Insurance, and Casa. 
Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is the Fred Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt with my little brother Jeffrey. Hola, Shukshon. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That is exactly right, Fred. And we invite people to visit us at fredandjeff.com, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. Correct. Correct. You're not going to say the podcast addict? Podcast addict. Uh, that's just going to make me laugh for the rest of my life. <laughs> kind of like when you were trying to uh, impersonate uh, uh, Harry Potter. No, not impersonate Harry Potter. <laughs> I have my own wand and my own <laughs> spells. Thank you very much. Yes, you're Mr. Gryffindor. Very nice. So we uh, are talking, let's see, let's see, people, places, events. Oh, by the way, folks, happy Easter. Yeah, happy Hope Easter. you're enjoying your Easter Sunday. Yeah, and if you're listening to this on your Easter Sunday... Hope you're having a really good time. <laughs> Probably gotten into the booze a little bit too early. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> little tequila, big cigar, and deviled eggs. There you go. Oh, and then last year, I had pictures of Dad decapitating the lamb. Oh, I did that, actually. And then I put the I put, I put put <laughs> strawberry jelly on the knife, and I put the knife <laughs> in the lamb's head. It was, But there's, like, little jelly around. Oh, no, I did that. So like, the head was, it was decapitated. Like that jelly. would have been me. Yes, oh, I did that. Oh, that's just brilliant. <laughs> uh, and the history there, folks, is our grandma, Mary Catherine, used to make a lamb, a white cake that was... And then she put white icing on it. Then she put white icing on it. And the coconut. coconut yeah, yeah. To make it look like lamb's wool. And then we would have lamb cake, and it was awesome, awesome. And last year, one of our aunts recreated the lamb cake, and we had a little fun with her. Yeah. By cutting, the, as we're eating the lamb cake, we took the head off first. <laughs> yeah, think, think of Godfather waking up in bed. Right, with a lamb cake head next to you. Ah! <laughs> All right. Uh, Easter memories. Uh, yes. uh, remember when we got the bunnies for Easter? No. Yeah. Not. I no, I don't. I do not. Uh, that'll be a different show. That'll be a show that we bring that'll a, be a the therapist zoo. on. That'll be the zoo show. <laughs> no. When we used to have alligators at the zoo. Oh, that's right. Dad would feed our pets to the alligators. That's right. That's terrible. So anyhow, we're here today on the big show. Oh, <laughs> uh, that shouldn't have been said. We'll have to edit that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. So we're here on the big show today, the big Easter show with Friend of the show, Tina Lyons. You didn't know that, did you? You're yeah. a friend of the show. I'm glad to be. There you go. See how gracious she is, Fred? <laughs> you can take a lesson in graciousness from Mrs. Lyons. I will do that. Yes. So, Tina, you are a uh, brand new Doña. Been a Doña for a year. Yes. In your organization, the Donias. So what kind of swag does a Doña get? Oh, gosh. <laughs> And what is the swag? <laughs> what swag is like gifts? Like, did you get a bag that had like uh, a VCR and a Walkman and headphones and stuff like that? And I think for Donia, Rolex watch, like a bottle of tequila and some uh, I don't some know. churros, <laughs> some churros. <laughs> Give cards to El Charo. There you go. I See, was, Fred I was a smart boy. a bouquet of flowers and told, "Now it's your turn to put on this merienda." Oh, wait a second! We didn't talk about that in the last part. So they nominate you, yeah. you agree, yes. they install you into the group, and then they say, okay, now you're in charge, and they all leave? No, they don't. They help. They do help. <laughs> but they say, 
okay, Tina, you're going to do great. We'll be at the bar. Have fun. Yeah. You're in charge. Yes, that's the way it's turning out. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but, but ladies and gentlemen, we're actually talking about their event next Sunday. Right. At the uh, Presidio of San Agustin de Tus- del Tucson is the uh, Merienda. Right. And it's a fundraiser. Open to the public. Open to the public. $50. $50. Um, and uh, the proceeds go to the Presidio. Yes. And uh, it's it's sponsored by the Donas de Tucson and, and uh, just a wonderful organization of women who have made significant contributions to the old Pueblo. That's correct. That is what they do. I want to know, all kidding aside, can you add any more to the name of your organization? So right now it's Las Doñas de los Dicicientes del Presidio de Tucson. Um, it's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. It but is. But, it, it, but the descendants of the Presidio of Tucson is an organization that started years ago, and then they created the Doñas to say thank you to you wonderful ladies. Exactly. Now, you were nominated because of all of the amazing things you've done in Tucson, but what Fred and I really want to kind of ask you questions about today, is your career as an author. So, where are you originally from, Tina? New York City. Wow! Get a rope. But, my mother was born here, and my grandfather lived here, and my first great-uncle came in 1866, so... To Tucson? To Tucson. From where? From, well, originally from Germany, by way of... Santa Fe, New Mexico, where they had a business, and then they ended in Tucson in 1866 and founded a business here, Zeckendorf's. So you're a Zeckendorf. You're a a descendant of of the... the Zeckendorf's. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your family was here in Tucson, and then what took you to New York? My mother. She decided she'd had enough of Tucson? Exactly. And wanted to go live the big life? She graduated from the University of Arizona, and she wanted to go on to the big city. What did she get her degree in? I think it was economics. Cool. Yeah. So she moved to New York for a job? She moved to New York for the experience of being in a big city, and Tucson was a very, very small town. Oh, that's so fun. And she found my father. And your dad. And how did she entice him to come back? uh, I did. You did? I did, because I wanted to go to the University of Arizona. Oh, so you were born and raised in New York, yeah. and you came back to Tucson to go to the U of A. I did. Now, why the U of A? Well, there was a man in my life. <laughs> Wait, is his name Dan? No. Oh, <laughs> really? So we're getting the real good story here. So you followed a guy to the U of A. Yes. This is and just such a my, small world, isn't it? And then my mother and father, I was their only child, and going all across the country, they decided to come to Tucson and watch out for me. So they pulled up stakes in New York and moved to Tucson. Yes. To, so to be with their daughter, she goes to school at the U of A. Yes. And you graduated from the U of A? I did. With what degree? A degree, Bachelor of Art. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when did you decide you wanted to be an author? I've always loved history. And uh, I started doing the research for the book that I wrote, Second Dwarfs and Steinfelds, which is a family story. And the Historical Society liked it. It's all about Tucson. It's about uh, major big business, Steinfeld's, the largest department store that many people remember. But it was Eckendorf's before that. And 
it was in business 130 years. 130 years. years. Closed the doors in 1984. 1984. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Four generations in the same business. And it's a it's a wonderful book. Where where can folks pick it up? The Arizona Historical Society bookstore or call them and they'll send it to you. Oh, that's wonderful. So you've spent a lifetime kind of kind of <laughs> because this book is about your family. It is. It is. And did you find it hard to, to do the back story and tell all the kind of crazy stuff that was going on back then? I mean, was there anything? I know on the back cover, one of your cousins says that you tell a great story, warts and all. Yes. So, I mean, there, there had to have been some stuff that you left out. I decided that I would write the story as it unfolded to me. You know, these were pioneer men that lived in dangerous times and lived when Indians were about, they carried guns, they uh, got into lawsuits with each other, and uh, there's a lot of action in the book. There's a lot going on. But the second doors from the Seinfelds aren't like the, the Hatfields and McCoys of Tucson, are they? No, they, they had a war of words instead of... Uh, of bullets. bullets. <laughs> <laughs> you were telling us earlier that the old boot mine... Yeah. Now, tell us about the old boot mine. Well, it's it's uh, it's located in the Silverbell Mining District outside of Tucson, which was in business not too long ago. But the old boot mine was owned by the Zeckendorfs, and uh, it uh, turned out to be one of the largest uh, in the Tucson area for copper. And uh, but for some reason, the family got into a legal fight that lasted in the courts for 17 years and went 17. all the way to the National Supreme Court. That's crazy. So, I won't tell you the outcome of it. No, I'll because you've got to read the book. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, you've got all this family history. You Did you always want to be the keeper of the family history? I've always been interested in it. I didn't really know about it till I came to Tucson and began to learn about Steinfels. You know, I grew up in New York, far, far away from all of this. Now, how did you do that? Did you just uh, family get togethers, just start sitting down Once with Once I came uncles? to Tucson, it was all about the family store. I don't think a day went by and then there wasn't discussion about Steinfels, Steinfels this or that, or the business is as good as it bad, what's happening. And so I became interested. Well, where did it come from and how did it start? And I had to dig it all out. I just uh, connected with people who were related to the family all across the United States. It was a, it was like a treasure hunt Do to you, find the true story. That's awesome. Do you remember the first time you walked in the store? Well, I, the first time I came to Tucson, I, we were staying in the Pioneer Hotel, and it was Christmas, and they had this big window in the corner of the hotel, in the corner of the store, with a Santa Claus that said, ho, 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 night and day, and I remember that. <laughs> it just went on and on and on. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. And how old were you at that point? You were a uh, freshman going into the U of A. Yeah, at that time I was probably a junior in high school, so I was 15. 15 years That's old. That's the first time I ever came to Tucson. No kidding. Uh -huh. And what was your reaction, other than oh. the Santa Claus with the oh, oh, oh? <laughs> because you're coming from New York, yes. and of course it's snowing, yeah. and you've got downtown New York with Macy's and all of the amazing Christmas heritage they have there, and you come to the old Pueblo and you're like, huh, 
Oh, no, it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And learning about Tucson. That's awesome. That's was, so much fun. This was my mother's town, but I'd never been here. Crazy. So your mom was pretty happy to have you back. Well, she was. Not, she had grown up here but and moved to New York. So now she was telling me about her life in Tucson. And what do you remember some of the fun stories about your mom's life? Well, she took me to the Steinfeld, um, her home, which is on Main Street. It's still there. It's an office building. And she walked me around and, and pointed out uh, where she lived and what her life was like there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, we got to take one last break. We're going to come back, folks, with more on Zeckendorf's and, Steinf and Steinfeld's and the Donias. So stick around. We'll be right back. La Luz Hospice. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Anthony Cigar Emporium, Power Women Investing, and Mayfield Florist. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ross. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture of ink living in Tucson and Southern Arizona. So gosh darn wonderful. Correct, Alfredo. And we are sitting here on a beautiful Easter Sunday, uh, soaking wet from our recent uh, yes. water gun fight. Yes. Fred, you've already blown it. Earlier in the show, you told everybody that we were taping it early. Because we weren't working on Sunday, we were enjoying time with our family, like we hope all of our listeners are. And now you're pretending that we're not doing that. Well, you know, this make is, up your mind. This is the, the fun of theater of radio: is that people <laughs> don't listen to the whole show straight through. That's not true. They listen like every you know 15 minute increments. That's true. But we were told by our good friends at KQTH that folks, our average listener, listen to us for 46 minutes. Yeah, we are a destination program. <laughs> So we talk about the people, places, events, culture, and history. And folks, we got lots of cool shows lined up for you in the future. We're going to be talking to some more amazing folks at the University of Arizona. We're going to be talking to folks with the film festivals. We've got great, great shows coming up. So and we're going to be talking to normal, just run-of-mill people who are making a great difference in Tucson. Well, that's kind of... You know, I believe that... You're not really a normal, run-of-the-mill person if you're making a great difference anywhere. Think if you have it within you to make a great difference, you're a great person. No, 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 I think you can't put a, a label of someone who's great. Well, you, That's you, Fred. No, it's not me. Yes, it is. We, we, huh, interesting. Uh -huh. Turn it off. Uh-huh, amazing. Um, See, the off button is the one that says OFF. <laughs> really? Yes. It's not the O-N? No, Fred, it's not. Oh, wow. So we're running out of time. Come on, we got a lot to talk All about. Right, anyways, we, okay, we're talking to Tina Lyons, who is one of the Donias, uh, the cherished women of our community. That's right. Who, who have made a significant contribution to uh, the Old Pueblo, and, and she actually uh, penned a little uh, book. No, Fred, this is a true tome because it's 400 plus, oh wait, 
Well, you don't really... I'm not going to count that. I'm not going to count that. Oh, wait a minute. I was wrong. It's only oh, about notes. 90 pages. No, just kidding. Yeah, it's 300 and... Wow. Uh, to get to the epilogue, it's 341 pages. This is quite a history of your family, yeah. Tina. Yes, it is a big history. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, 340 pages covering oh, well over 100 years. 130 years. 130 years. You cut a lot of good stuff out of there. Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so before we had to take a break, we had just mentioned the Pioneer Hotel. Yes. And when you came back from New York as a young lady, a junior in high school, your mom and your dad, your mom was from Tucson, came back with you, of course, and you started hearing about your mom's family. And your mom's family was instrumental in building the Pioneer Hotel. Tell us that story. But my mother's uh, brother, Harold Steinfeld, was really responsible for the family having the hotel in the family for many, many years, built in 1929. And my grandfather, Albert Steinfeld, he thought Tucson needed a major hotel. It was the first major hotel, 13 stories high. and uh, 13 he, stories high? Yeah, it was a big... There was only one other high-rise in Tucson, and that was the uh, Consolidated National Bank. And you remember how many stories that was? I think that the Pioneer wanted to be one story higher, so... <laughs> <laughs> to top it off. Cool. So my grandfather built the building, but he uh, was looking for somebody else to take it over. But it didn't happen because it was built in 1928, and in 1929 was the, the crash. crash. Yeah. And so my and, uncle and, said, we're going to run the hotel. And my grandfather said, then it's all yours. No kidding. And so he um, made it his project. He lived in the hotel all of his life with his wife, Peggy. And he died in the hotel in the Pioneer Fire. When it burned. Yeah, it burned. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, we, you know, growing up in Tucson, running around and, and, and specifically hanging out with our mom and dad, our grandparents, and all of their friends, the, the parties, the Christmas parties, the fundraisers, the Rotary Clubs, all the things that would happen downtown at the Pioneer Hotel, are, it's legendary. It's just, it's just an iconic Tucson place. Well, it is. And the rodeo parade went right by there, and everybody would watch it from the Steinfelds or from the hotel out the windows. And the University of Arizona, uh, the homecoming was always there. No kidding, they had a homecoming dance there? And Dan and I had our reception there. Really? When y'all got married? Yeah, when we got great. married. What year did you marry Dan? 1957. Oh my gosh. You're going to have a big uh, anniversary next year. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Congratulations. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. A lot of years. Well, that's, that's, that's just a testament to, you know, great people. You know, you stick together. So, the, let, just so folks know, folks, this book, The Zeckendorfs and Steinfelds, is available at the Arizona Historical Society, penned by Bettina O'Neill Lyons. And you can get it at the Arizona Historical Society. Please call them up and get a copy because it is great, great, great Tucson history. You know, the great part about these books, Tina, is even though you're describing the comings and goings of your family that, that you've learned you know, throughout the ages... It really is indicative of what they're going through because of what the community is like 
because you talk about other people in the community and what they're doing and the kind of the trials and tribulations of of living in Tucson in the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and before that. So it's kind of a, as Tucson grows up, you're, you're writing about it in this book through the eyes of your family. That's exactly right. It's very cool. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. Thanks for writing this book. You're welcome. Yeah, and also folks, don't forget, really, really fun event. I got to tell you, if you've not been to the Presidio de San, or the Presidio San Agustin, go for the first time, go to this event. Uh, it's Sunday, next Sunday, it's a week from today. It is absolutely going to be a ball. April 3rd from 2 to 5 p.m. Presidio de San Agustin de Tucson, 133 West Washington Street. Yeah, you know what they can do is they can go to the 4th Avenue Street Fair, hang out until about 2 o'clock. You, you got a guy down there selling Waivetas? <laughs> and then go to the, the, uh, the party at the Presidio. Then come back, down, then come back down to 4th Avenue and enjoy uh, dinner you're one of worst. our fine restaurants. You're the worst. Hang right. out at, at you know at the bars. The, and, well, let's see. Since you're stumping Fourth Avenue so much, how about getting something away from Fourth Avenue for our listeners? I will. The not, first, not free passes to go to the street. No, no. Right? I will give somebody somebody from Fourth Avenue. Let's hear it. So the first person to call us at oh, what's our number anymore? It's uh, 520-428-5104. So five two zero four two eight five one zero four. So four two eight five two zero four two eight five one zero four will get a gift personally hand-delivered by me. What? If they live in Tucson. Yes. Uh, from 4th Avenue. A gift? A gift. Can you be more specific? No, because it'll be a surprise. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you think that's lame, we'll give you two. We'll give you a $25 gift certificate to Peter Jungle. And actually, no, no, no. It, or they, they or tell me breakfast for two at the uh, Garden Bistro at Tohono Chul. They need to tell me their shirt size. Oh. And they'll get a prize. Are you going to go see the uh, the Maven of downtown, Margo Sesco, at uh, Hydra to get maybe some... Uh, um, she's down on 4th Avenue. Or she's downtown. She's the Maven of downtown. But she's not 4th Avenue. But you know her. Yeah. She's your friend. But she, the person who calls us... <laughs> At 520-428-5104, yes. gets a gift from 4th Avenue. Got it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. Go out there and make it a great community by meeting lots of people and having fun and spreading some good cheer. And we will talk to you again next week here on The Fred Jeff Show. Let's talk about a good time. Let's talk about a good time. I wish I could just go back to the days I was beating up. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Sleeping Frog Farms and Fred's Meditation Salon and Tequila Lounge.